And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. Who's that strange-looking man behind you? That's Carl. I met him at the laundry, man. Sam Spade Detective Agency. Sam, sweetheart. I don't know what to do, Rabbi. Every night he listens to the radio. I can't keep him away. The Lone Ranger, uh, the Shadow, the Master Avenger. Uh, this is not good. It tends to induce bad values, false dreams, lazy habits. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the captivating Lisa Wolf. In this hour, Joel McRae stars as Ranger Jace Pearson in a true crime case on Tales of the Texas Rangers going back to 1952. But first, it's Beat the Host. In order to beat the host, a Hollywood 360 listener contestant named Stephanie must correctly answer more true or false trivia questions about Lady Gaga than I. Lisa Wolf Hall is our moderator. Lisa, please say hello to Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Carl. Hi, Steph. I love Lady Gaga. Oh, I'm so glad. So her. I, do. I love her, love her, love her. We, we even have the same first name. So, I was about yeah. to say that. Yeah, that's that. right. I was going to say, well, it's Stefani Joanne Angelina Germanata. That's yeah. her yes. real name, but her stage name is Lady Gaga. So she's Gaga. German or something like that, right? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's Italian. She's as Italian I think as they she's come. Italian. She was born March 28th of 1986, turning 37 this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So we will celebrate that by uh, doing a little true and false trivia. Yeah. All right. So, Stephanie, the first statement is for you. Here it is. Okay. Queen's 1984 hit Radio Gaga was the inspiration behind her professional name, Lady Gaga. I would say that's true. Hmm. I'm going to agree with Stephanie. That is true. Stephanie sounds like she's yeah, the she expert, knows, so she I would go with her. <laughs> I'm not going against Stephanie. I would go with you, sure. Stephanie. Because I know nothing about Lady hey. Gaga. <laughs> Carl, yes. when she was 15, uh-huh. she had a minor role in an episode of Sex and the City. True or false? That's true. Stephanie, what do you think? Um, you know, I'm, I'm doing the math when she was 15. Um, I'm going to say false. It's false. <laughs> um, she did have a minor role in The Sopranos. Oh. But not Sex and the City. For so here we go. Here's for Stephanie. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Wow. Stephanie. She knows her stuff. Yeah, Stephanie. it sounds like it. Lady Gaga left NYU during her sophomore year to pursue music, pursue music full time. True or false? Hmm. Sophomore year. Um, I... Well, I um, hmm. Hmm. I would say that's hmm. I'm going to say that's true. I'm going to agree with Stephanie. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> it is true. She's I'm not got disagreeing it. with Stephanie in any Come way, on, shape, Carl, or form. Come on, Carl, be your own man. No, no. <laughs> Carl, yes. Lady Gaga is godmother to Billy Joel's three kids. That is absolutely false. So, a godmother to Billy Joel's what now? I'm sorry. Three children. Um, I would agree with Carl. I think it's false. It's false. I yeah. just made it up. But 
She is yeah. a godmother to Elton John's two sons. Yes. Close, that, but not that, the same. That I, that I knew. <laughs> yep. Close, but yep. not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stephanie, Lady Gaga fame is a unisex fragrance and the first fragrance created by Lady Gaga. Hmm. Lady Gaga fame. Uh, okay. Um, I'll say that's true. It is true. It is true. Uh, because you know why I knew it was true? Because she said so. Because Stephanie said it <laughs> She's going to win hey. if you just keep agreeing with her, Carl. Here's hey. the last one. Yes. All Lady Gaga. Wait, well, well, Stephanie is- was going to say something. What, Stephanie? Um, I'm just, I'm real excited, especially, I also love Tales of the, Tales of the Texas Ranger. Oh, great. I, Oh, I love that show. Oh, Absolutely terrific. Well, well, this we is your hour, then. Well, we dedicate it to you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. For sure. This is all about Stephanie from Madison, Wisconsin. Yes. This is your hour. Yep. <laughs> Carl, Lady Gaga is the first woman to ever win an Oscar, Grammy, and Golden Globe in the same year. Wow. That sounds true. I'm going to say true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm thinking about that because she had, um, there's a, yeah, an Oscar, Grammy, and I would say it's true. It is true for wow. a star is born. Gosh. But Carl, if you keep agreeing with her, she wins, and she well, did. But it's she over. agreed with me on that one. Yeah, I know, but she. <laughs> I won. did. She I, won. Yeah, I was thinking about that because was, she still well, beat she the writes, host. Yeah. <laughs> so she you, writes great songs, and she um, does she's great acting. So you know what, talented. Stephanie? Next hour, you'll appreciate it. We're going to play a little name that tune, all Lady Gaga songs. So stay tuned in with oh, us. Oh yay! I know. I love <laughs> we'll it. I love fun. it. Love it. Love it. Hey, Stephanie, I'm going to send you a four CD set of the Twilight Zone radio dramas. How does that sound? As uh, thank you for playing the game. I appreciate that very yeah. much. They're, those Twilight Zone episodes are fantastic. I'm glad you. you like it, and you are a fantastic player. Yes, and thank you for beating the host. You, you did, beat, you did <laughs> beat the host, that's for sure. Hey, thank you guys. I really All right. appreciate it. You keep listening. Thank you so much. When we come back, it's Tales of the Texas Rangers, dedicated to Stephanie, so stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Want to remind all of our listeners about the Classic Radio Club. If you love these classic radio shows as much as I do and Lisa and Mike does, Mike Bubble Bath Costello, our executive producer, if you love these classic radio shows, I think you'd love being a member of the Classic Radio Club. We've had this club for about four years. We have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of uh, listeners that are members of the club. You can get a five-CD set sent to you every about every 30 days. That five-CD set has 10 digitally remastered, perfect-sounding classic radio shows. We uh, We mix it up, too, Lisa. We have sometimes mysteries and detectives and comedies it's always a great variety each and every month in the classic radio club collection we also include a booklet 12 page booklet that has photos of the stars and all kinds of information on the classic radio shows that all comes to you sent to you right to your door if you don't want cds you can get digital downloads emailed to you and then every monday there is henry aldrich there happening Every Monday, you receive a uh, an email from us with our Hollywood 360 full five-hour show and our Radio Rarities podcast. All of that totals 34 classic radio shows sent to you each and every month by being one of our club members. I'm telling you, it's a it's a cool it's a cool club. 
And it's a deal. Yep. The cool kids are in the club. And we hope you'll uh, consider joining. Just go to our website to learn all about it, classicradioclub.com. That's classicradioclub.com. Or if you want to speak to a live operator, ask um, that operator any questions and what, um, you know, the different pricing is for the digital, which is a lot less than the CDs because we have to send you, you know, a CD set. But it is uh, a great deal, either the CDs or the digital download. You can call our uh, our number, 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Tales of the Texas Rangers, Lisa. This is a great series. Joel McRae starred as Ranger Jace Pearson. These were actual true crime cases. They were from the files of the Texas Rangers, just like Dragnet did. And Stacy Keach Sr., our good pal Stacy Keach's dad, created this show. It ran on radio from 1950 until 1952, and it was uh, very, very popular. We have an episode from May 4th, 1952, called The Little Sister. Here's Joel McRae in part one of Tales of the Texas Rangers. Tales of the Texas Rangers, starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jace Pearson. Another authentic reenactment of a case transcribed from the files of the Texas Rangers. Dates and places in the following story are fictitious for obvious reasons. The events themselves are a matter of record. And now, from the files of the Texas Rangers, the case called Little Sister. It is a Thursday afternoon in September 1947. Four miles east of Winston, Texas, a 17-year-old girl gets off a bus. She wears a cheap red satin dress, spike-heeled patent leather shoes, and carries an imitation alligator suitcase. He trudges up a dirt road to a ramshackle house. In the yard, a younger girl is pouring slops from a bucket into a pig trough. Hi, Buna. Who are you? How come you know my name? How do you like that? The kid don't even know her own sister. Huh? Billy Sue. Yeah. Only it ain't Billy Sue now. That's a hick name. You just call me Billy. You changed. Your hair used to be brown. I fixed it up a little. You like it, baby? Yeah, it's real pretty. I ain't the only one's changed. When I left here three years ago, you was a scrawny little kid. You sure filled out. I'm 15 now. And you could pass for 18. Yeah. Bet they'd even think you was 19. Where's Pa? I drunk somewhere, I reckon. He ain't been home in near a week. Yeah. He's one ain't changed none. Where you get them pigs? Pa steal them? Stole a sow. She had a litter. Billy Sue. Billy. Billy, that dress you got on. Nice, ain't it? Sure looks pretty. You reckon I could touch it just once? <laughs> sure, baby. You touch it all you want. Oh, feels so smooth. I bought it in Oklahoma City. You been all the way up there? I've been lots of places since I left here. I got myself married, too. Married? Where's your husband? Him. 
I walked out on him. He was a no-good bum, just like Paul. Oh. That sure is a pretty dress you got. Yeah. This dumb gives me the creeps. It's just like it did three years ago. It even smells the same. Where'd you come back for? To fetch you. Me? What for? You're gonna help me. We're gonna make a lot of money, you and me. How? I'll tell you all about it later. First, we go in town and get you a new dress. You gonna buy me a dress like the one you got? That'll be just the beginning. Baby, you're gonna have ten dresses as soon as we knock over a few movie houses. Movie houses? What you talking about? You'll see what I mean. Come on, baby, we got a lot of things to do for tonight. Sick in the stomach. Reckon I'm scared some. Sure. I was scared too first time I pulled a job. You'll get over it. Don't go so fast. I can't walk good in these high heels. You'll get used to them, baby, and that dress sure makes you look great. You passed for 19 easy. You remember everything I told you? Reckon so. Billy Sue. I told you to quit calling me Billy Sue. Uh, Billy, suppose somebody sees me that knows me. Forget it. You're 40 miles away from Winston. Anyhow, nobody'd know you in that dress. Okay, there's the movie house. Mm-hmm. You go on up to the ticket window. Yes, You're going to be right behind me now, where you say? Yeah, don't you look back at me or nothing. Don't even let on you know me. I won't. Well, get going. Billy, suppose they catch they us. They ain't going to get close to us. I've done this so many times I could work it in my sleep. But suppose when I ask her for change, she's got so it. So many times i got to tell you. She ain't going to have change. Manager comes out every half hour or so and gets some money and puts it in the safe. Now, stop moving. Okay, Billy. One ticket. Fifty cents, please. Oh, don't you have nothing smaller than that? That's all I got. Well, I ain't got change for a twenty-dollar bill. I have to call the manager. Mister Bob, I need change for a twenty-dollar bill. Yes, sir. You bring it right down. You want to step aside and let the lady behind you get her ticket. One, please. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Something I'd do for you, ma'am? Yeah, leave that safe open and put your hands up. Well, this is a stick-up, Buster. Look, you can't get Shut away up. with... Now, give me the money out of that safe and don't try nothing funny or I'll bow your head off. Now, look... Get you... moving! All right, all right. Yeah. Now, you get over in that corner and turn your back. What do you want to do? Just get over there and turn around. That's right. This is what I'm going to do. And one more. That'll keep your mouth shut for a while. Maybe she'll be open about ten minutes. There's plenty of room in the lobby. Come on, baby, let's go. Hey, ain't you going away? No, I changed my mind. The robbery was discovered a few minutes after the departure of the two girls. The deputy sheriff of that area was summoned and assistance was requested from the Texas Rangers. Forty minutes after the crime was reported, Rangers Jace Pearson and Clay Morgan reached the theater. Report to the cashier could tell us about it, Jace. That's probably her talking to those people just inside. Yeah, let us through here. Let us through, please. Evening, ma'am. Are you the cashier here? Well, yes, I am, Ranger. Now, I can tell you everything that happened. It was terrible. It was just terrible. Uh-huh. 
Is the deputy around, ma'am? Well, no, he isn't. He took poor Mr. Bob down to the hospital, but I can tell you all about it. Just the way it happened. I was the only one seen them both, and I was just telling these people here. I was in a ticket booth, and... If you li- don't mind, maybe we'd better go someplace a little more private. Oh, uh, well, we could go up to Mr. Bob's office. I don't reckon he'd mind. That'll be fine. We'd like to see the office anyhow. Just awful range of the nerve of them two little old hussies. How'd you know it was two of them? Oh, I seen them. The one went in, and when she come out, the two of them went off together. Well, I might have been killed. Yes, ma'am. Everything in this office been left just as it was? Well, there was a few people in here before the deputy come. We had to get poor Mr. Bob out of here, you know. Uh Uh-huh. Take a look around, Clay. See if you can find anything. Okay. You get a good look at both these girls, ma'am? I sure did, Ranger. I'd know them any place. Suppose you tell me what they looked like. Well, the little one, she was the one who come up to the window first and gave me the $20 bill. She had on a loud green dress, and she's all painted up like a... Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, how old would you say she was? Well, not very old. 16, 17 at the most. I remember wondering how she come to have a $20 bill. Mm-hmm. And the other one was older? Yeah, I reckon she was. She was real hard-looking, and she had blonde hair. Of course, it wasn't natural, Blonde. I could tell that right away. Anything else you could remember about them? Well, no, except they looked a little bit alike, not counting the older one's dyed hair, of course. Not much around, Jay. Some bloodstains over in the corner. Manager must have taken quite a rap on the head. Oh, he did. Poor Mr. Bob. When he come to, he looked so awful, like a walk-in ghost. Of course, it wasn't walk-in, but that's the way he looked. Uh, do you remember which direction the girls took when they left the theater? Indeed, I do. They went down toward Grossman's drugstore. Thanks. You have a key to this office, ma'am? Why, yes, downstairs in my purse. Would you mind getting it? We'd like to lock the room up till we get a lab crew here. All right, Ranger. You uh, sure there ain't nothing else you want to ask me? Not right now, ma'am. Oh, well, I'll be right back in just a minute. She'll sure have something to talk about for a while. Yeah. What do you want to do after we close off the room, Jace? Check the area around the theater? Uh Uh-huh. Somebody might have seen the girls when they left here. Maybe they haven't had a chance to get too far away yet. We didn't have to check far. News the robbery had gotten around. A witness who'd been standing outside the drugstore was positive he'd seen the girls drive away in a blue four-door sedan. The record showed that a car of that description had been reported stolen from a service station in Winston at five that afternoon. We were fairly sure this was the getaway car and alerted all units. Following morning, we took statements from witnesses, including the injured theater manager. At 2 p.m., we received word that the car had been found parked on a side street in Farrell, Texas, 60 miles away. We went there and began looking over the car. Clay, come here and take a look. What'd you find, Jason? Lubrication sticker on the door frame. Car was greased yesterday in Winston. Speedometer read 3250 then. They only put 102 miles on the car after they stole it. It's just 100 miles back to Winston. They didn't make any side trips. I reckon not. See what you can find here in front, Clay. I'll go over the back seat. Right. Blonde hair stuck in this upholstery. Here's a cigarette butt on the floor. Enough lipstick on it to start a cosmetic factory. Mm, no doubt about it now. This was their getaway car, all right? Young punks. That cashier at the theater was right. They did have a lot of nerve. Probably more nerve than brains. I don't know. It's a pretty slick timing to catch the manager while he had the safe open. Well, there's not much back here. Are you nearly finished? Yeah, just about. As soon as I check this... Hey, Jace. Here's some string. Let's see it. Hmm. Way it's not, it looks like it was around a box. Yeah, could have been something these kids were carrying when they got into the car. Yeah. Well, let's get over to the hotel and start asking questions. You figure they might have stayed here in town last night? I don't know, but that's something we're going to find out. One thing I know for sure, Lisa, 
That was some, a ham and organ. No, that oh. was some dramatic music. <laughs> oh, okay, right there. same thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was an organ. I don't think that was an nah, organ. I, was I think just that was giving like you a hard time. You know, on this show, Tales of the Texas Rangers, they actually used a library of music. I believe it was, you know, NBC had like a library mm-hmm. of music. They used the same music on like Dimension X and X minus one, and so I'm sure you know some of these programs to save money, especially NBC. They were saving you know money. They use canned music. Well, you know how to save money, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called pizza once a week. That's right. Tacos another day a week. <laughs> and uh, anyway, uh, we're listening to Tales of the Texas Rangers, a show called Little Sister. Wasn't there a song called Little Sister that Elvis sang? Little Sister, don't you? Yeah, there was. I'm pretty sure. May 4th, 1952. We'll get back to it in a flash. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, and Suspense, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows, along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on 5 CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full 5-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. How many of you wish there was a better alternative to the sensationalism and outrageous bias in the mainstream media? For more than 65 years, National Review has covered the most important issues and political questions facing the country from a common-sense conservative perspective. As a longtime reader of National Review, I can honestly say that National Review doesn't fall for political fads or hysteria, and they never do clickbait. Their commentary and opinion journalism is rooted in a love for America and an allegiance to the nation's founding principles. And now National Review is offering Hollywood 360 listeners 60% off of any subscription option. And I would personally recommend their digital membership, NR+. With NR+, you can access all of their content on the website and app, including the digital magazine, and you'll never get locked out of articles by the paywall. Plus, membership includes other perks like reduced ads on the site and my favorite, invitations to monthly calls with NR editors and political leaders. Visit nationalreview.com slash Hollywood to save 60%. That's nationalreview.com slash Hollywood. All right. Special announcement. You ready? You know, like sometimes when they're like, dun, 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 dun. Special announcement, folks. You ready? Listen up. Ready. Our podcast that we create each and every week, Mike produces it, Carl Shadow writes it, Lisa and I co-host it, It's called Radio Rarities. We now make it available wherever you can listen to podcasts. It's free. All you have to do is go to wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple, 
iHeart, iTunes, so many other places, right? Wherever wherever you get them, worldwide, you can now hear our podcast absolutely free. So do check it out. I think you're going to really, really love it. It's called Radio Rarities, and um, we take a very rare show. It might be The War of the Worlds, or it might be The Who's on First with Abbott Costello, or an audition show. Right, Lisa? Right. We just recorded some, and we did some great audition episodes that um, you will not find these anywhere else. And um, we really note some of the things in the show that are unusual, atypical things to know. We talk about it ahead of time so you can wait and watch for those things. We play the show, and then afterwards we revisit some of the things that went on in the show and have a really in-depth discussion of the show. So if you think that's something you would like, I would um, urge you to check out Radio. Radio Rarities, our new podcast. It is free everywhere podcasts are sold. And we uh, think that if you like Hollywood 360, you will also appreciate Radio Rarities. Yeah, and it's not sold. It's free. You can it just is. listen it's to it free. Exactly. Downloaded free. I know, I, th- I know, like, if you have a smartphone, mm-hmm. there's, I think, built in right into it, there's, there's like a... We've got Apple podcasts on my Apple phone. Yeah, I think if you have a smartphone, it should have, like, um, Apple podcasts. Mm-hmm. But... You don't need to have that. You could just go on your computer, right. just just you know search. If you just search, like on Google or anything on your computer, Yahoo or Google or whatever. If you just search Radio Rarities, it'll pop up, and then you just click. It'll take you to iHeart or you know wherever you know Spotify, Acast. They all have it, and you can go back and listen from day one. I think we have about twenty six or twenty seven of them, full forty five minute shows are up everywhere so you can go back to the very beginning and start listening to them we hope you'll we hope you'll do that radio rarities now available wherever you listen to podcasts all right tales of the texas rangers modern western series a lot like dragnet you know but with a western flair and these were contemporary shows they weren't set in the 1800s they were actually set in the time that these were broadcast in the 50s this is called Little Sister, and there is an Elvis song, Little Sister, there don't is. you? Remember, right? <laughs> there is. There <Yeah>. is. <laughs> Joel McRae stars. Here's the conclusion now to Tales of the Texas Rangers. We went to the hotel. Nobody answering the girl's description had registered there. We drove back toward Winston, checking motels along the way. Five miles from the place where the car was abandoned, we got our break. The owner of the Half Moon Motel, a man named Jensen, told us the girls had been there the night before. You just step this way, Rangers. I got your card in the office. I wrote the license number down myself. What time did the girls check in last night? Well, it's long about midnight. They woke me up, they did. Of course, in this business, you get woke up pretty near every night. Uh-huh. Uh, let me see. I got the cards right here in this box here. Uh, you know, I don't like to be nosy, but these gals done something wrong. They might be the ones who held up a movie theater last night. Is it so? Well, you know, I kind of thought that blonde gal was no good. What made you think that? Yeah, the kind of talk she was using. And I could smell liquor on her ten foot away. Cheap stuff it was, too. Uh, you find their card yet, Mr. Jensen? Hmm? Oh, 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 yes. Let's see him. Uh-huh, here it is. Helen and Agnes Wilson. Probably using phony names, Jason. Yeah, but the license number on this card is the same as the one on the stolen car. You show us the room where the girls slept last night, Mr. Jensen. Yeah, I'd be glad to, Ranger. You just come along. They had cabin three. It's right across the way. 
You know, that blonde, she talked like she's been around. But the little one, why, shoot, I wouldn't think she'd been nowhere. Why do you say that? Well, the way she was gawking and fidgeting around in that flashy green dress she was wearing. And when I took him to the cabin, she ran right to the mirror and started looking at herself. Just like she hadn't had the dress long. Here we are. Uh-oh. What's the matter, Ranger? You've cleaned the room up. Oh, gotta keep them clean. The fellow had the business for me. It wasn't so particular. Had to have the exterminators out here three times. Where'd you put the trash you took out of this room, Mr. Jensen? Well, there's one box out here. Hey, there, it's down at the corner of the next cabin. The other one's back by the incinerator. My wife was fixing to burn it. I'll see if I can stop her. Thanks. Come on, Clay. We'll go through this box in the meantime. Walk in but a minute, Ranger. I'll empty it, Jason. Boy, the things people throw away. Toothbrushes, combs. Hey, look at this. Cardboard box with an old shirt and a pair of jeans inside. Wait a minute. Let me see that. Remember the wrapping string you found in the car? It was knotted just about right to fit around this box. Yeah, and these old clothes, about the size a kid might wear. Something else under this tissue paper. Price tag, size 12, $6.95. Might have been a dress. Close the box a second, Jace. There's a name printed on the outside. Mm-hmm. Morrison's Department Store, Winston. Well, the car was stolen in Winston. If this box did belong to the girl, seems like they spent a little bit of time there. Yeah, reckon we'd better get over there ourselves. I'm sorry, Rangers. My wife's already burned that other box of trash. That's all right, Mr. Jensen. I think we found what we want. In fact, it might be just what we want. In a moment, we will continue with Tales of the Texas Rangers, starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jace Pearson. We continue now with Tales of the Texas Rangers and our authentic story, Little Sister. It was late in the evening when we arrived in Winston. We checked into the hotel, and at nine the next morning, we headed for Morrison's department store. Inquiries proved that the price tag we had found in the motel trash box had come from a dress purchased in the store. The manager directed us to a Miss Daisy Riddell, who ran the dress department. We waited while she finished with a customer. Here's your change, Mrs. Dorothy. Oh, I'm sure you like your dress. Goodbye. I'm sorry I kept you waiting, Ranger, but it's Saturday. You know, we're always so busy on Saturday. It's all right, Miss Riddell. You just call me Miss Daisy. Everybody in town does. What can I do for you? The manager said this price tag came from your department. Well, let me see. Mm, $6.95. Yes, that's ours. One of our less expensive numbers. We think a young girl we're looking for bought it here. We thought she might be able to help us. Oh, well, do you have any idea when she bought it? We're pretty sure it was Thursday, ma'am. Thursday? Well, let me see. That was day before yesterday. You remember what color the dress was? It was probably green. Green. Would you step over here with me, Ranger? We don't sell many of these six ninety-five models. In fact, we've had a dreadful time selling them. Between you and me, I don't know what ever possessed Mr. Morrison to buy them. Was it a dress like this one? Uh, we've never seen the dress, but I think it would be a brighter green. Well, I see. Now, what about this one? Yeah. Yeah, that looks more like our girl's speed, doesn't it, Jace? Uh-huh. 
Fits in pretty well with the descriptions we've heard. Well, then I think I could help you, Ranger. We'll certainly appreciate it, Miss Daisy. She came in Thursday afternoon around 3.30, I think it was, with her sister. You remember their names, ma'am? Well, yes, I do. It's Simpson. The younger one's Buna, and the older one's... Uh... Oh, now, let me see. It's uh, Billy Sue, I think. Did the sister have blonde hair? Bleached blonde. She was so particular about the dress she picked out for the younger girl, and you should have seen the thing she was wearing. You know these girls pretty well? Well, I knew their mother when she was alive. She'd come into the store once in a while. Their father's still alive? Well, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he'd killed himself with drink. Do you have any idea where their house is? Well, the family used to live here in town, but it seems to me I've heard they live out on one of the hills near town. Now, I don't know just where, though. Would you know anybody who might be able to give us a lead on where the girls have gone? Gone? My range, as far as I know, they're still around. What makes you think that? The little one, Buna. She was in here yesterday, just before closing time. She bought... Yes, (laughs) ma'am? Well, she bought... An undergarment. So they must still be around. Uh Uh-huh. Well, thanks very much, Miss Daisy. I hope I've been able to help you some, Rangers. I think you have, ma'am. Let's go play. We checked with the sheriff's office and learned that the Simpsons lived on a hill overlooking the main highway, four miles east of Winston. We drove there and went up to the door. Must be somebody inside, Jay. Smoke's coming out the chimney. Yeah. Stand clear when I open the door. That blonde might get ideas about using her gun. Yeah, it's empty. Uh-huh. Somebody's been eating, though. Looks like they left in the middle of a meal. Yeah, one plate. Could have been the father. Maybe. Then I wonder where he could have... Hey, Jace. Out that window. Hmm? I don't see anything. She just ducked behind that shed. I think it was the little one. Come on, let's go out the back. Don't see her going up the hill. She must still be back in that shed. Buna, come on out here. All right, Clay, you start around that way. I'll take this side. Okay. Clay? Stab me with a pitchfork. You get away from me. I'll stick you too. Did you get your bad? No, just in the arm. Going back to the car. I'll take care of her. You stay away from me. You sure you don't want me to stick around? No, you better get something on that arm. I'll manage. All right. Be careful, Jay. She's a mean one. Yeah. Now, give me that pitchfork, Fiona. You idiot. Don't you come no closer. You dead. Give it to me. Yeah. Do it. Oh. oh, you made me damn a dress. You shouldn't be so handy with pitchforks. Oh. Get rid of this. Right now. A dress. You made me damn a pretty dress. Where's your sister, Buna? Where's Billy Sue? She ain't here. Oh, my dress. Come on, Buna. You're going into town with us. I ain't. Come on. I ain't going. I ain't going nowhere. Yes, you are. If I have to carry you. Put me down. Put me down. Put me down. In a minute, Buna. As soon as I help you over to the car. drove Buna back to town and sent a man to cover the Simpson house in case Billy Sue showed up. As soon as Clay had his arm checked by a doctor, we took Buna to a quiet office in the county courthouse and began questioning her. We convinced her we knew she and her sister had held up the movie theater. When she realized that her sister was free and she alone would be punished, her resentment toward Billy Sue began growing. That dirty Billy Sue, she got me into this. Where is she, Buna? I don't know. 
dirty, filthy Sue ran out and left me. When'd she run out on you? Morning after we stole the money from the movie house. Told me I was going to have ten dresses just like this one. Didn't run out on me. Why'd she do that? On account of that dirty Tim. Had been for him, we'd still be together. Not have my new dresses. Who's Tim? Some friend of Billy Sue's husband. We see him in Farrell right after we got rid of the car we had. She planned to meet him there? No, she just run into him. Went off a nut about him. He got half drunk and Billy Sue told Tim she wanted him to work with us. He said he wasn't going to work with no kid like me. And, and he drove me back to Winston and Billy Sue made me get out. Are they around Winston now? I don't know. Reckon he took off someplace. They're still half drunk. What you going to do with me? You going to put me in jail? No, you're going to be sent someplace you should have been a long time ago, to school. School? I don't want to go to no school. Oh, that dirty Billy Sue, she got me into this. She better not come around me again. Before you ran into Tim, did Billy Sue have any ideas about the next movie house you were going to hit? Yeah, we was going to get a big one Sunday night, a real big one. Billy Sue figured we'd get close to $300. Where was this? Over to Ogden. It's going to be easy. There's a lot of movie houses in Ogden. Which one was she talking about? She said it was the biggest one in town. That's all I know. You gonna catch Billy Sue? I hope so, Buna. I hope you do, too. I hope you catch her and that dirty Tim both. Serve them good. All right, Buna. Ranger Morgan will take you over to the sheriff's office. You'll be staying there till they come from the school to pick you up. Hey, they gonna let me wear my dress at that school? They'll give you another dress. Yeah, I know. Some kind of uniform. This year's the only real dress I ever had. Sure was pretty before it got all tore up. We put out an all-points bulletin on Billy Sue and her male companion. Then we drove to Ogden and checked the movie theaters. The largest was the Rio. The next day, Sunday, as soon as the theater opened at 1 p.m., we began to set our trap. We stationed a deputy sheriff outside the theater, and we instructed the cashier on what to do and asked the manager to stay away from the entrance and out of sight. Clay and I sat alone in the manager's office and waited. Nothing happened all afternoon. A few minutes before the last show started that evening, we were still waiting. It's 10.15, Jase. Cashier's due to close the ticket booth in 20 minutes. Uh, still time for Billy Sue and her boyfriend to turn up. You sure you got that safe fixed so you can open it easy? Yeah. You know, Jase, I've been thinking... Maybe we shouldn't have let the cashier in on this deal. She might tip him off by acting kind of nervous. The deputy will grab him before they get away. And I hope they go through with the job, though. I'd like to get a good, clear case against this girl. We're still not sure she's going to show. No, but that could be it. I'll get it. Yeah? Uh-huh, hold on a second. There's a man at the ticket window, Jace. Gave the cashier a $100 bill. Tell her say the manager will be down with the change. Tell him the manager will come right down. Looks like we might see Billy Sue any second now. Uh-huh. You ready with the safe? Yeah. You better grab it quick when she comes in. I'm going to feel like a shooting gallery with my back facing that gun of hers. I'll give you the word when to open the safe. Be sure you make plenty of noise doing it. I'm ready. She's coming. Open the safe. Put your hands up, Buster, and don't touch what? Give me that gun. Let me go. Give it to me. Oh, cop. All right, Billy Sue. Now, let's go downstairs. I want to meet your boyfriend. My name ain't Billy Sue, it's Billy. Well, whatever it is, let's get going. How'd you know I was going to hit this place? We had an idea you would. I know. With that no-good sister of mine, Buna, she come and told you, didn't she? Never mind who told us. I shouldn't have fooled with her kid like that. I must have been crazy. You were crazy, all right, the day you started robbing movie houses. Yeah? Well, you ain't got me yet. Yeah. 
I think maybe you better put on these bracelets. That no good little Buna. She done this. I should have known better than taking a chance with her. Yeah, next time you have a chance, let's hope you really know better. In just a moment, we will tell you the results of the case you have just heard. Later today, you'll find more great entertainment all lined up for you on this NBC station. Be sure to hear The First Nighter, starring Barbara Luddy and Olin Soleil in a light comedy drama. Then it stars in Khaki and Blue, featuring talented members of the armed forces with a well-known guest MC. And be sure to hear the hilarious Phil Harris and Alice Faye show, featuring the comedy addicts of Frankie Remley, Julius Abruzio, and Brother William. Remember, too, the Theater Guild on the Air will bring you Dear Brutus, starring Madeline Carroll, David Niven, and Angela Lansbury. Today's Theater Guild on the Air play is a delightful fantasy that's sure to please you. Yes, Sunday is fun day on NBC because of the many fine shows sent your way to add to your listening pleasure. Later tonight, you'll want to hear Jack Parr and the $64 question as Jack asks the questions and gives away the money. So remember, for fine entertainment all the rest of the day, stay tuned to this station of the NBC Radio Network. And now, back to the conclusion of today's Texas Rangers adventure. And now, here are the results of the case you have just heard. Fiona and Billy Sue Simpson were sent to the state school for girls. On Billy Sue's 18th birthday, she was transferred to Gory Women's Prison to begin a seven-year term for armed robbery and assault. Tim Walsh, the man who assisted in the attempted holdup of the Rio Theater, received a prescribed jail term. The father of the two girls was located and received a sentence for child abandonment and negligence. Next week, Joel McRae in another authentic reenactment of a case from the files of the Texas Rangers. McRae will soon be seen in San Francisco Story, a Warner Brothers release. Virginia Gregg played the part of Billy Sue Simpson, and Buna Simpson was Marion Richmond. Clay Morgan was played by Herb Ellis. Others in the cast were Betty Lou Gerson, Tony Barrett, and Howard McNair. Technical advisor was Captain M.T. Lone Wolf Gonzalez of the Texas Rangers. This story was transcribed and adapted by Charles E. Israel. And the program was produced and directed by Stacy Keach. Hal Gibney speaking. Next, it's The Chase on NBC. All right, Lisa, that's Tales of the Texas Rangers, May 4th, 1952, Little Sister. And that starred Joel McRae. You heard all the other great cast members in there. Special uh, shout-out to Stacy Keach. His dad, Stacy Keach Sr., produced this show, and we licensed this program from his estate. And Stacy Keach is uh, kind enough to license me this show. 
And, of course, Stacey Keach, my good pal, he was the host for years and years of the Twilight Zone radio dramas and was amazing on that. And just he's just an incredible actor. He's still working all yes, the he time. He's, he's always he's on. theater now. Oh, my gosh. Live he's just, theater. He's just great. Time for this month in music history. That's right. We're going back to the 1980s, and no 1980s segment would be complete without this song. Eye of the Tiger. That's right. By, by like Survivor. Survivor. That's yeah. exactly right. I took my Provagen. Yeah, or something. Released on their third album of the same name and also the theme song for the film. Rocky 2. Rocky 3. Oh, 3, which right. Which was released right. the day before right, the right, single. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Rocky 3. That's mm-hmm. right, because it was with uh, Mr. T. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, cool. All right. Thanks, Lisa. Sure. More of Hollywood 360 after this short break. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. In our next hour, Mr. Keen, Tracer of Lost Persons from 1952. We'll also play Name That Tune, right, Lisa? That's right. Name That Tune, and it's all Lady Gaga songs. All right. So if you're a fan of Lady Gaga, you'd like to play the game, give us a call at 312-642-5600, caller number three. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Way Showers who will help your journey a lot easier. 